Hey, food friends, and welcome to the Food Founders Podcast, your number one spot to get mentoring, guidance, and behind-the-scene learnings to help you understand what it really takes to launch, grow, and scale your packaged food or beverage business. On the show, you'll hear from food founders at various stages of growth, and you'll hear from me and my 14 years of packaged food and beverage experience. Each episode is packed with insights, inspiration, and learning to help you on your food business journey. I'm your host, Ainsley, and this is the Food Founders Podcast. Hey, food friends, and welcome to the Food Founders Podcast. It has been a minute since we've done an episode, and I'm so excited to be back with you guys with an incredible season of interviews with food founders who are sharing their journey of what it is like right now in the current environment to launch and grow and scale their food businesses, this industry. While there are many things that stay the same, there are lots of things that are continuously changing as shoppers change, as how retailers change, and the entire industry is going through massive shifts right now. And so I'm so excited to be sharing some of those stories with you in the upcoming season. And I'm going to be, of course, hopping on doing some of these solo episodes really excited today as uh, we're going to be talking about something that's really, really key and something that really inspires me um, that I see in this food industry and what makes me one of the many reasons why I love this CPG industry so much. I myself, these last few months, have been on a journey of becoming more aligned with my brand and how I help food founders. And it's been incredibly fulfilling these last few months. So that's why I haven't necessarily been able to hop on here as much. I've been busy helping brands launch some new innovative products, helping brands come to market with some new branding. And you may have even been a part of some of my food brands that sell boot camps that I do where I walk you through how you can jumpstart the success of your food business so that those boot camps are really, really fantastic. If you are just starting out or if you've been in it for some time and you're like, what is happening? I've been in this for years. I feel like I'm doing all the things and it's just not growing. So I get a lot of people on both ends of the spectrum inside those boot camps. Just, you know, stick around, uh, follow me on Instagram. You'll see that if you're on my email list, you'll see when those are coming up. But I do host those regularly so that I can work more directly with many of you guys um, inside your business. So I personally, every single month, I have the privilege and the honor and pleasure of speaking with dozens of food founders every month. And today, I want to talk about one of the main reasons I see food founders start their business and why this is such a powerful piece to help you make your food brand as big as possible. And honestly, why you need to make your food brand as big as you can. Now, I talk with so many different food founders and I I always want to know, why'd you start? Why'd you start your food business, right? That's actually some of the inspiration behind the Food Founders podcast. And you guys hear with everyone that I interview. Uh, That's one of the first things. How'd you get started in this, right? Everyone's got such a great story. And we all start something for a great reason. And 
you will probably see, even just from listening to the Food Founders podcast, and I see this from people I interview on the podcast and people I speak with every single month, most food businesses have started from some sort of pain point. And then the founder has decided that they wanted to take that pain and transmute it or change it into purpose. And that is incredibly powerful, guys. You know, sometimes that pain is not having options of a food that you really like, maybe having allergies to something out there and you really love something, but now all of a sudden you've got allergies or a loved one has allergies. I see so many people start a food business because their child or their loved one is dealing with some sort of health concern. And so many of you guys also start the pain that you see is just like, hey, this doesn't exist in the market. Or, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm using this product, but it is not necessarily as clean as I would like from an ingredient perspective. I don't really feel good about it, but I have to take it or I have to eat it or I really enjoy eating this, right? But oh my gosh, couldn't it just be a little bit healthier? Or sometimes maybe the ingredient deck is fine, but you're like, okay, this brand is so dusty, right? And that's a pain where you're like, look, guys, brands are representations of us. And so if you're having something on an ongoing basis and the brand doesn't connect with you, that is a pain point. Yes, not as big of a pain point as starting a food brand for your allergens or you know something really missing in the market, but it is absolutely a pain point. Something in you is saying, mm, I don't like this. Something in you is saying, oh gosh, there's got to be a better alternative out there. And then you guys go and you create that alternative. That is incredibly powerful. Let's be honest. Most people experience pain in their life and they do nothing about it. Gosh, I can't eat pizza anymore because of this allergy, but I really love pizza but I guess I'll just never have it again because I have this allergy to gluten or to dairy. I'll just be miserable and miss out on my favorite food, right? That's what most people do. They just sit back and let life happen to them versus them taking charge of life. And that's what's different with you food founders. You've seen a problem in the world and you've said, hey, I want to do something about this. I know I can do something about this. And that's not easy, guys. That is not easy. But I really believe that all of the pains that we experience in life are there for reasons. It's up to us to understand what that reason is and to do something with it, right? A lot of people will sit there. I'm going to use some allergies pieces because that's an easy one. A lot of people have allergies and they just, oh, I've got allergies. I can't do anything okay. And then there's other people that are like, I've got allergies. Oh my gosh, let me solve this problem. And when we solve problems with our business, that is when we make massive wealth for ourselves. And that is when we make massive impact in the world. So sometimes our problems can be gifts. Sometimes we are faced with difficult pieces to guide us to a bigger purpose, a bigger opportunity that we have in front of us. And for many of you, that's what you've done. Had an obstacle, you've had a pain, and you've followed that, and you've solved that, and you've turned that into a purpose. And by doing that, you help yourself and your loved ones, if you created the solution for a loved one, 
but you've also helped your loved one in the terms of transforming how your family is, transforming how you are, and you're transforming the world in terms of giving people solutions. Because if the majority of people are going to sit back and say, oh, I can't enjoy this ever again, and then you go out and solve that problem, people are going to be really happy to find what you have. And then when people are really happy to find a a product that solves a problem that they have, what do they do? They say, take my money. Please let me have this. Please, I can't get enough of this gluten-free pizza, this dairy-free pizza, whatever it may be that you have solved a problem for them. You have solved this problem and we happily give our money for products that solve problems for us, especially when it comes to the food and bev industry. These are real hard problems, right? In other industries, we can kind of shift our mindset sometimes, but in food and bev, I mean, people have legitimately, like they have actual problems, a lot of cases, right? And I'm not saying every food business out there needs to solve a problem like an allergen or something like that, but you are always, we want to always look at solving a problem, right? You have created your food business, because you saw a need in the market. Oh, there is no other sauce as good as mine. That's a problem. People are out there eating bad sauces. Ugh. Why waste a meal on a bad sauce when they can have your great sauce, right? And so you guys started your business from this pain. You were given this pain. You took this pain. You created a business out of it. And then you get excited. You are out there. You're doing all the things. And that is the fuel behind it. But then sometimes we get disconnected from that deep fuel and we don't have it drive us in the ways that we might want it to, right? This is why I always say it's so important to know your why. This is why if you go through the food brands that sell course, this is one of the first things that we do. If we work together one-on-one, there are some of the initial questions we do in our kickoff especially if we do brand strategy work. Oh my gosh, I'm understanding your why. Why are you doing all this? Because you could just sit back and live without that product or you could wait for someone else to do it, right? So you have a deep why and we really want to stay grounded in that why. That's the hardest piece sometimes, guys, is staying grounded in that why to make those decisions that we have to make in our business, right? Because you're making this product to solve problems for people. But If you have the best solution for people and they can't find you on store shelves, you're not able to live true to that why. If your purpose is to help people with your product and you have the best product to do that, whether that be the best tasting product, whether that be a product that solves a need, whether that be a product that's more sustainable, whatever that is, if you don't have a brand that people are going to connect with off the store shelves and we're not able to solve that problem. And this goes for every aspect of our business. If we don't have the pricing, that makes sense for the retailer to say yes, if you're going to sell in stores, for the consumers to say, yes, there's that value there. I want to exchange that. And what so many people forget, enough money for you to live your life and reinvest back in your business We need that why. We need to be rooted in that to make our brand as big as possible. Otherwise, we're not going to have the money to reinvest in it to make it as big as we can. We're not going to have the brand to connect with consumers. We're not going to be in the distribution points where people can find us. And so, so many times you, you, my, my main point of this today 
is that you started your business for the reason, right? You were dealt pain in life for a reason. So don't cop out. Don't cop out and do, I'm going to be real here. Don't do a half-assed job at things, guys. Don't do just for now branding. If you have a deep purpose that you believe is going to benefit people, do the absolute best branding that you know is going to stop people from the store shelves, going to grab their attention while they're shopping, going to grab people's attention online. Your why needs that. The people on the other end need that. Don't cop out when it comes to getting a no from a retailer. That no, again, is another obstacle coming your way where you have the opportunity to say, okay, this isn't working. What do I need to shift? What do I need to change? But we can't take those no's and be like, well, I guess the market doesn't want it. Maybe I should just stop doing this. Maybe I'm not the person to do this, right? It just means that we need to find the way. I want us to look at these obstacles in our businesses and in our life, these pain points, as opportunities to investigate, to get curious, to explore down those areas. People aren't buying my product. Hmm. What am I doing wrong? How can I take that pain and have that push me in the direction that is going to be better for the world, the people who are going to benefit from your product, and for you? People aren't buying my product. Okay. Yes, we can. Like, that sucks. I'm not going to lie. Of course, that sucks. But you can also take that and be like, well, what am I doing wrong? What else can I change? Ooh, maybe this pain is here to tell me that I need to elevate my branding so that people can buy it. Oh, maybe this pain is here to allow me to figure out how I need to actually sell to retailers versus just winging it. Maybe this pain is here because I need support from other people who know how to do this. Maybe it's telling me I need to stop thinking I need to do everything in this world and in my business on my own and instead get support. (gasps) Imagine that. So I want us to look at our pains, look at the obstacles and have those guide us into the things that we need to do in our business, all right? Getting frustrated by them doesn't change it. Just like you getting frustrated with the lack of solutions before you created your product didn't change anything. It wasn't until you went out and created what it is that you created that things changed, okay? So that's kind of takeaway number one. Let our pain drive us into the direction. Let that pain lead you to the purpose. And then the second piece, you know your why, guys. That why is that purpose behind what you are doing. You took that pain and you turned it into a purpose, right? And let that be behind everything that you do. That why is deep. That why is important to you. We can't have it not live fully. Just for now, branding isn't going to allow your purpose to come to life as big as possible. Trying to figure it out all on your own oftentimes is not going to allow you to live that purpose as big as possible, right? All the different areas in your business. So these are the two big things I want you guys to focus on, think about right now and ask yourself, What pains am I experiencing that I can transmute into something powerful? And then ask yourself, am I really truly doing everything I can 
to make this pain that I experienced in the beginning, why I created my business, to make that live in a massive purpose. All right. So I'm going to leave you guys with that. Just a quick little episode today for our first episode of season eight of the Food Founders Podcast. Got an incredible season coming up of amazing food founders. And I'll be popping on with some other lessons this season as well. If you want to stay connected between lessons, you can find me over at Instagram. I am at Ainsley Moyer. I've got a few Facebook groups as well. You can find me over there where I'm sharing different insights into how to grow your brand. And I look forward to being able to continue to help you guys launch, grow, and scale your food business so that you can take that purpose and make it as big as possible and help make your positive impact on the world through what it is that you are doing. That is it, food friends. I will chat with you on the next episode, sending you guys lots of love. And until next time, stay hungry. That's it for this week, food friend. Thanks for tuning in. If the show helped you in any way, please go ahead and leave a rating or review of the show below. I also want to thank our sponsor one more time, the Food Brands That Sell program, the program to transform how you navigate the CPG industry and ultimately sets you up for success within it. Go ahead and get yourself on the waitlist using the link below, or you can put yourself on the waitlist at foodbrands.sellwaitlist.com. Catch you next time, food friend.